Haley, what's the most unbelievable thing about watching City of Angels? Uh, that Meg Ryan plays a doctor who doesn't wear a helmet when she rides a bike. Not that she falls in love with Nicolas Cage Angel. Oh, yeah, that too. City of Angels. It's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know who I am I just want you to know who I am I just want you to know who I am Snap out of it! You owe me 15 grand, pal. I love you! That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Riders Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kerland, and we are knee deep in stars and gripes, and we are talking about the Nicola- knee deep. Don't you mean wing deep? Get it? Get it? Get out. <laughs> no, that's that's a different movie. <sighs> Get out. <laughs> We're talking about the 1998 classic, City of Angels. Question mark? Yeah. And my guest is my wife. Yes. She had, you've never heard of this movie, right? No, I had heard of this movie. I just hadn't seen it. Okay, so. and I, But I haven't seen the movie that it's based on. Which is one of my favorites. Right, Wings of Desire, which yeah. is an old. 1987. 87? Yeah. Or okay, so not so old. It's an I 80s thought it was movie older than that. Because it's in black and white. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, so this is a remake of Vim Vender's Wings of Desire, which, <sighs> why don't you give the blockbuster roll? What What does the back of the box for this movie say? <laughs> Nicolas Cage plays a guardian angel who does a terrible job and falls in love with Meg Ryan, who is also doing a terrible job as a doctor. And together, they make... Terrible choices? Yes. Lots <laughs> oh, of terrible choices. All right, so... <sighs> that said, I do enjoy. I did enjoy this movie. Yeah, I, I actually really like this movie. But my problem with it is, in this, they're, they're angels of death, mm-hmm. where in Wings of Desire, they're just guardian angels. Well, I think it can be argued that your guardian angel is the one who ubers your spirit to heaven basically this movie opens up with a child dying it does this goes like this double down i was not prepared for that yeah this movie doubles doubles down like really hardcore. not only that but it has the classic song that has you reaching for the remote every time until 45 minutes into the movie yes but it is who sings it? Sarah McLaughlin? Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin's In the, in the arms, arms of the angels. angels. Cue sad dog face. 
and the sad I picked kittens up, too. I picked up McCoy as it was playing, and I was just shoving him in Haley's face. I, I, when you told me that song appears in this movie, I was like, "Where does it happen?" So I can fast forward immediately. Through and I it. was like, "I don't know." Also, two on the nose. Okay, so. The movie opens up with the child dying. Yes. But also, all month long, we've been talking about... And I don't get it, because she, like, she gets this fever all of a sudden, and we're to believe that between, like, when the mom calls the doctor and when she arrives at the hospital, she's just too far gone. Uh, I'm guessing this child had pneumonia. Maybe? But she's also obsessed with pajamas, which she becomes a plot point to the movie that is thrown away within the first <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes it, of like the movie. Nicholas Cage is her guardian angel. He asks her as he's leading her to the pearly gates what her favorite thing was about living. And she says pajamas, which is. Uh, I mean, she's lived a short life, so she hasn't ex- yet experienced like. Also, it's incredibly you know, heartbreaking when. When she's dying, and and Nicolas Cage, so you see the girl flatlining on the table, and then uh-huh. cut to Nicolas Cage standing next to said child, and the little girl yeah, and is she's like, like, "Can my mommy come?" No, child. Oh God. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this: of all of the Nicolas Cage movies we're talking about the this month, and he is the most attractive. In I this will movie. say yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I was like, agreed. I was like, can okay. confirm. I was like, okay, I guess I'm sleeping with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but I will say, there is a tiny part of me, and this is no reflection on Nicolas Cage, but there is a tiny part of me that if I died, and my first thing I saw was Nicolas Cage, I would for a fraction of a second wonder Think if you're I going was to hell in the bad place. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Or at least in purgatory, I w- there would be a question mark there. But it could go either way. But he is so peaceful in this he movie, is. and I think that's that's like what makes him attractive is because we're so used to Nicolas Cage being over the top. I mean, what did I say to you? I was like, he's not screaming. He's not like okay having when, a fit when he becomes human with the last twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. He, he becomes like, full Nicolas Cage. Yes, it's like it's like he's less of an angel and more of a werewolf. <laughs> the full moon has transformed him into his true form. He is he is evolved. He's so good into in this Nicolas movie. Cage. I, yeah. I, okay, so the original cast of this movie, I would have preferred the original choice for Maggie. Maggie is played by Meg Ryan and I don't, I love Meg Ryan, but I don't think she's very good in this movie. I mean, think about the character of Maggie. There's not a lot to go on. Yeah, but the original choice I thought would have been so much better. I do buy Meg Ryan as a doctor, though. 100%. Yeah, but she's just, at this point, this was the same year as You've Got Mail. She's just not a very good doctor, as we find out. Yeah. This was but the that's sa- writing. This was the same year as You've Got Mail. So, like, we've already seen her and Tom Hanks get yeah. mail. Where It's just weird to have the same woman be the love interest in all these different movies. 
Um, is that typecasting or that like? Well, she was America's sweetheart at yeah, this point. Yeah, but it's like there were other sweethearts. Well, okay. So the original casting of this movie was Johnny Depp as Seth, which no. Oh no, no, definitely not. But Charlize Theron was cast as Maggie. Oh, I would have preferred her. Yeah, I think her and Nicolas Cage would have been yeah. really good together. Yeah, I can see that. But um, who knows? But after Johnny Depp, it was one of my favorite actors before Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Can you guess? No. <laughs> Keanu. Oh yeah. Keanu would have been really good. Yeah, especially like the you got that peaceful sort of zen quality about I him. I would have loved to see Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but so <sighs> If Keanu Reeves appeared to me, I would definitely know I'm in the good place. <laughs> the, ori- the original character name in Wings of Desire is Damiel. Damiel. Which is Wait Daniel. Wait a minute. Damiel. Where have I heard that? Oh, I know where I've heard that. What? Good Mythical Morning. Oh. <laughs> Damiel. I... The the it's the character uh that Rhett plays with the the creature on his head. Oh, okay. I'm Danielle. But Danielle was the 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 angel in in Wings of Desire. Yes. Where and this it's Seth, which as a guy whose middle name is Seth, and it was my first movie seeing that for a middle uh for a main character. I was like, oh, awesome. And then I'm you watching- had never encountered other Seths before. In not movie? in movies, really. No, not one. Not that I can think of. Oh, okay. But then I was. Thinking, I do think it's weird, though. I feel like he should have a more ethereal name, like Daniel. Daniel. Or Danielle. <laughs> well, they they kept Andre Brower's character kept his character name from the original one, which is Cassiel. 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 Yeah. And, and we've seen the name Cassiel, I believe, before. It's, yeah. Um, I think that's supernatural. I could be wrong. I think you're right. <laughs> Mallory, help me. Is but it Cassiel? I, I, Answer I, I me. Th- I think you're right. Yeah. But Andre Brower in this movie is so good. Like, all of the actors in this movie, minus Meg Ryan, are really good. Yeah. I Like I said, I did enjoy it, despite what happens in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this this is an example of like burying the lead. Literally burying the they lead. They literally bury the lead. Six like, feet. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, we can go back and forth, but but spoiler alert, Meg Ryan dies. Oh no, no, there is no spoiler alert. We already did the spoiler. <laughs> We're so bad at that. Well, who yeah, Meg Ryan, as soon as he becomes human, she decides to go on a little bike ride. Now wearing proper safety equipment, and then she- Wear your helmet. Also, she works as a doctor. She's seen, like, serious trauma. She rides her bike while closing her eyes. Yeah, and, like, like flinging her arms into the air. Okay, as a kid, I tried doing that after seeing- this movie. Wait, wait, you did that after seeing what happens in this movie? Well, I wanted to see if I could actually do it because I always believe that there's no way you can not hold it. Did you live on like a busy street as a kid? No. No. There's no traffic. I no, li- no, your first home. I'm not talking about the second home. Um, I, you- I lived there till I was four. Okay. But then 
the home I grew up in yeah. is on a dead end. Okay. Yeah, I and, know that. And that was that was around the time this movie came out. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Either way, you it's, can't do it. You cannot hold your arms out and and steer your bike. Well, she wasn't steering, but the point is, don't close your eyes. <laughs> wear a helmet. Maggie. Seth. I'll get help. You're here. I, I should get help. No, no, don't go. The driver went. Please stay with. Please stay with me. I'm scared. I screwed up. No. I wanted to show you everything. You will. Also, when she's dying, mm -hmm. she looks. She looks good. She looks so attractive. She looks so good. She's like you have I'm never dying, seen Seth. <coughs> and granted, she's covered. So, and I was actually talking about this with my mom today because I was talking about the movie and I was like, I was specifically talking about this death scene and I was like, she looked too nice. I was like, she's a little scuffed up on her face. But other than that, like, so we're to assume that the trauma happened below, like, like she the, couldn't have severed her spine. Like or the maybe truck she did. ran I don't over know. her legs. Like, maybe. But her, her bike oh, was fine. Yeah. But, she she probably got run over. But her bike was fine. No, it wasn't. It was like jammed in the wheel. Oh, was it? Yeah. You could see it kind of in the background. It was like jammed in there. Well, so yeah, I think she got run over. But here's another thing. As soon as she saw the thing, do you know what she could have done? Yeah. Turned your wheel and maybe you would have gone think, down well, the hill. Keep in mind, it plays in slow motion. Like, it feels like she has more reaction time than she does. And okay. Cassiel said that he wasn't the one who took her. He totally was the angel who took her, right? I mean... I think he lied to Seth. I don't know. So, yeah, Seth... Seth, before he encounters Meg Ryan, he's just going about his angelic life, where which starts and ends on the beach... I guess. So every day resets for them like Groundhog Day style. Yeah. On the beach. It's like God singing when the sun goes up. Okay. And only, only they can hear it. And, he, and you made a joke that I'm going <laughs> to that I'm going to cut together. Haley made a joke that the most annoying songs in the world play. I will cut something together that is probably already up on social media and the uh, Writer's Bagel Basket YouTube channel that we never use. Um Oh, we have one? Yeah. As soon as you get a Gmail account, you always get one. So oh. I just hardly use it. I used it, I think, for the Coming mannequin. Coming soon to a YouTube near you. I used it for the Nerve Mannequin mashup. Yes, I remember that. And then that was the last time. But I will, I will upload three different versions because we thought of the three most annoying songs <laughs> that could play as the sun is going up and coming down. And I have, I have a fourth one that I'll add to oh, really? surprise you. Yeah. I was going to say surprise me. Yeah. Um, but so that what they just like, so they, they don't eat, they don't sleep. They just, yeah, they just watch. follow people. And like, I'm, we're to assume that like when they like hug people or like when they're near people, it's basically divine intervention. Like we see them. They're letting people know everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like Cassiel and Seth both appear at a robbery that's going down. Well, and okay. We're to assume that. Say those that two names again. What doesn't add up when you say those two names? Again. 
Seth, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. They couldn't name him Michael or Gabriel or. There's so many as as Azazel is Azrael. Azazel is, is the angel the devil. of death. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, he does die, and his girlfriend dies. Well, he lives. She dies. No, but he will die. Yeah, but he can't be an angel again when he dies. No, but he'll still die. But okay, so going Semantics. back to Meg Ryan dying. Yes. In in the original movie, guess what doesn't happen? Uh-huh. Marion does not die. Right. What happens is her and Damiel open up a restaurant and they're happy for the rest of their days because they made a sequel to this movie that is all about Cassiel and he is a mobster. <laughs> he becomes human and he went the other way. Yeah. Um, and he falls in love with Natasha Kinski. Mm, I don't want to see that movie. It's not bad. Really? Okay, yeah. maybe I do want to see that movie. But I also think that I would have kind of liked this movie to be in black and white for a majority of the film. Like, you know, the original. I could see that because there's certain scenes, like especially like in the library, that would do very well to be in black and white. Oh yeah. And then when he's on the buildings, of course, and yeah. But I think I do understand them wanting to separate. From like the movie that inspired it, because then it's like you're just uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the I'm on the fence about it. Well, it's because of the director. That's why Mm. the director they picked. Talk about one of these things is not like the other. The man who directed this is Brad Siberling. And he's directed Casper and Lemony Snicket, a series of unfortunate events. But what? I like both of those movies. Yes, but, but what does that not have in common with this movie? This very sad movie about love and pain. <laughs> but Casper is also about love and pain. Well, and technically- Baudelaire children lose their parents in the first 30 seconds of the movie. So Yeah, but those films don't have awkward sex he scenes like this movie. This movie had the most awkwardest sex scene. It really did. Because <laughs> like, she's like, talk to me. What are you feeling? How's it going? Are you doing okay? <laughs> but again, he, this is like, sh- he's never experienced this aspect of living. So for him, this is just normal. <laughs> like, See, I, this what movie- if she had some weird <laughs> fetish and she just thought for the rest of his days... Like, oh, yeah, this is sex. (laughs) So next person he falls in love with, he's like, so how are you doing? What are you feeling? (laughs) What are you doing? That's not how we do things. Oh, it's not. Balance these books on your head. (laughs) Like, I I just, I don't know. It it just goes from zero to 60. This is also such a 90s movie that this movie was orchestrated to have a soundtrack that goes hand in hand. Two hand in hand, in my opinion. What do you mean? It's just, like I said before, with the Sarah McLaughlin song, the songs are just too on the nose. Like the song In the Arms of the Angel, he has, she has him. Hold I said her. that I was going to explain why it's While so on the nose. She's sleeping. Okay. So. All right. So. The producer of this movie was also him and his son were the music producers as well to produce the album. And instead of having them write songs of them, putting them in the movie, mm-hmm. they, this movie had no score to it. 
he had the musicians come in and watch the movie and then they wrote the song to it. That's I why thought a lot of people did that though. Eh, only Disney. Of, like <laughs> No, no, it it because otherwise, how are you going to tell, like, what are the high and low points? But he told them to be on the nose. Oh, boy. Why? But, like, Johnny Resnick. That's just so weird. Johnny Resnick of the Goo Goo Dolls wrote. Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah, that's Iris. He wrote. No, I, you said Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Better? Yes. The Gaga Dolls. The Lady Gaga Dolls. He brought his guitar into the screening room. Did he now? Yeah, and he's like, I didn't really care for the movie, but, you know, I wrote the song anyway. And if you grew up in the 90s and mm-hmm. went to a middle school dance, Iris, from this movie, was the song that you slow dance to with your crush. Yep, yep, definitely. And I'd give up forever to touch you. Because <laughs> I know that you feel me somehow. Literally, he gives up forever to touch Meg Ryan. <laughs> She is the closest to heaven that he'll ever get. And he doesn't want to go home right now. And all he can taste is this moment. And all he can can feel is is your light. (laughs) And sooner or later, it's over. But everything will be all right. I don't think that's the lyric, but hey. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? uh, Oh, can I tell my Goo Goo Dolls story? Oh, God. You have a Goo Goo Dolls story? I saw them live in concert. Okay. It was them and the Counting Crows. Is that Cro- your story? No, it was them, the Counting Crows, and some other 90s band. Mm-hmm. It was probably like live. It wasn't Smash Mouth, but oh, it was Third Eye Blind. Okay. <laughs> it was the most 90s. I was going to say, if you told me it was Smash Mouth, that would be the weirdest. No, it was, it was Third Eye Blind, mix. the Goo Goo Dolls, and the Counting Crows. Okay. And during Iris, he cannot hit the notes anymore. Oh, and and that's sad. So and he, but he was trying, and wow, he goes, wow. and I don't the world to see me. Oh no! <laughs> and like all of these girls were like, oh, it's sad. This was two thousand and nine. I saw him. Oh, it was very depressing. It it was very depressing. Poor Johnny Resnick. <laughs> so. Getting back to the moving picture. Oh, what did we keep saying every time we saw Cassiel? <laughs> You're not Cheddar. You're, You're just, just some common bitch. Andre Brower can make any movie better or TV show. He's really good. I mean, he only like appears every couple of minutes, but he's really good. Also, the character of um of Mr. Messenger. Mr. Mr. Messenger? The guy who used to be the angel. Oh, yes. Nathan. Yeah. Dennis Franz. Oh, my God. So he gave up. He gave up heaven. And I know we're to assume that he gave it up for the same reasons that Seth does. But I also like to think like he He was passing. He gave it up for pancakes. (laughs) He was passing by a diner one night and he's just like. "Mm." Well, he even mentions how he misses. I want the grand slam. He misses how he used to be like cut and jacked. Nathaniel Messenger. Glutton, hedonist, former celestial body, recent addition to the human race. I don't believe you. You want proof? You hang out at a library. You can speak every language. You travel with the speed of thought. And you're reading my mind right now. 
Stop that. You're doing it. And then, like, he's stuffing his face full of pancakes. Yeah. Which is how we meet him, because he's in Meg Ryan's... Uh, he's getting double pi- bypass surgery. Yeah, double, double. Well, no, he's getting heart surgery. Yeah, that's a double bypass. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And he's <laughs> eating... I'm a doctor, ben- I don't know. <laughs> double, triple, quadruple, quintuple bypass surgery. <laughs> but he's he's... Eating Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, like right before surgery, which is a big no-no. How did he get the ice cream? Because his wife- He's an angel. He can manifest it. <laughs> Not anymore. We don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so- We in- don't know what powers he's maintained. And Winks- He of- can clearly see Seth. Or he, he can feel that he's there. Yeah, because he's- Yeah. He, he's got sp- spidey angel sense. Well, also, it's like those people who used to have like limbs, but they can still feel the phantom limb. Oh, no. <laughs> it's because he used to have wings and he can feel the phantom well, limb. Well, they don't have wings, though. That's the funny thing. They th- do. I, They're just hidden underneath. That's not fair. I don't get to see a single like wing in this entire movie. And in a movie that is inspired by wings of desire, I feel like I was cheated well that's because it costs like so much money to make that and they're like we have how many angels oh, so they're bringing nicholas cage to the table but they can't afford a single feather okay so in the original one you just see the two angels and in this movie they decided to give you a thousand fucking angels there's literally too many <laughs> too many angels so are we to assume that every single well like I know everybody thinks they have a guardian angel, but like literally in this movie, every single person has a guardian angel and they're all just like, like, I feel like they show a lot of the library in this movie. And I feel like, honestly, the library is the last place you need a guardian angel. (laughs) I feel like that's a waste of company time, if you know what I mean. Well, they're in there because they like learning and they like reading, but 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 they already know. Well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, hey. But well, if you're if you're divine, are we to interpret like that they have no knowledge of the infinite? Like, I I don't know. Can we also talk about how dumb Meg Ryan is? Yeah, in a second. <laughs> okay. I still want to get. I'm, I still want to talk about the angels themselves because. First of all, they all congregate in the library. And then there's this weird moment where he like he like they all acknowledge that he is being seen by a human. Seth is. Yeah. And and they're all staring at him. And it's a little creepy. Like, I I felt like he immediately like we know he's doing something wrong. But in that moment, I seriously thought that he was about to get smited. (laughs) Well, when, when I saw it, all I could think of is. You can't always get what you want. Is that like, is that scene similar to something from the music video? Uh, well, the music video is a bunch of angelic little. Cherubs. Choir, yeah, choir of children singing. Oh, okay. No, but like, they're just looking at him like, it's not going to happen, Nick Cage. <laughs> hey, your hairline may well. be receding, but. <laughs> this can't end well for you. Okay. And it doesn't. Well, for him, he's fine because he finds peace and everything. I guess. <laughs> also, what is he going to do for a job? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like, so 
The concept of falling in this movie, to be a fallen angel is just an angel that has become human. They develop memories aside from what they experience as angels. And I guess that that's what I was getting from that montage. I like, but he basically, he just makes the decision to become human. Right. Which what, like that's never crossed an angel's mind. Like just accidentally. (laughs) Also, according to the movie dogma, Angels don't have genitals, so... Well, we he doesn't have sex with Meg Ryan until after he becomes human, so for all we know, they might not. <laughs> but but he, he said can't, he... He got memories, and he got a penis. <laughs> this is the worst we version of... a two-for-one. Pin- <laughs> that's the worst version of Pinocchio ever. Uh, but he really... So he's a... She, Meg Ryan is a bad doctor, but let's talk about how he's a bad angel. Because... He's actually a very good angel. He, he just like, gets listen, off track. Listen, there are a few things I ask of my guardian angel. If they're listening. Just look out for me. You know, look out for my loved ones. And... Don't get distracted by a hot piece of ass. That's all I ask. <laughs> and he fails. He fails that. Okay. So- like, literally, he's, like, watching over someone in the library. And the second she walks by, he's like, ooh. No, hubba, he, was fo- he was following her the whole Ahuga. time. No, it, that's not when he falls in love with her. It's when she lets her patient die on the table. And she's like. She doesn't let him die on the table. He just dies. Well, she she said that she. But she didn't. is the bedside man, the bedside manner of belly button lint. Well, she, yeah, like, it takes her a minute. <laughs> I thought that that doctors aren't supposed to like get emotional when she comes in and tells that there's, family there's, that her that their their father's dead. She's like, he's dead. <laughs> like she's like crying. She cries in the in the stairwell. She doesn't cry when she meets the family. Yeah, but it's like she's on the verge of tears. No, I didn't. Well, <laughs> she's not a good doctor. Also, she's There's, very the bedside manner is more than just just not like holding back the tears. It's being compassionate, and you know she's just so matter of fact with the family, and like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Noah would have made that scene is it, if she goes, I'm sorry, your husband's dead, and turns to the child. Oh, yeah, happy birthday, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you're due for your flu shot, by the way, in the next room. And um, Which is the tone that I get from her. And But then she goes into the stairwell, and she's she, she sees Nicolas Cage... Well, she's doing she, heart surgery. Right, yeah, while well, she's massaging the heart. Right, that she's like getting distracted is is what she thinks happened. Like, so it's Seth's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to come and take him again. He's a bad angel. Oh, I love when the guy dies. Um, it's it's exactly like the scene with the little girl. Yeah, and he just looks at him. And he's like, "So, uh, we going now? Are we getting pancakes?" <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite thing? My lover. <laughs> oh, you mean your wife? No, my mistress. <laughs> yeah, everyone goes to heaven in this movie, no matter what. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, 
Nathan Messenger, the former angel, his character in the other version is Princess Bride actor Peter Falk playing Peter Falk. Oh, so Peter Falk plays a f- like a fallen angel? Yeah, his his character is a former angel. Oh. Yeah, but it's more ominous. He doesn't mm. flat out say, I used to be an angel. And he's like, you had a choice. And now when Buttercup said, as you wish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the same type of interaction. Except it's not on a scaffolding. Mm. Yeah, I told you that that scene of them on top of the the um, the constructed such a bill- bad green screen. No, no, not that one. Not the billboard one. No, not okay. the billboard. The one. Yeah, no, where, I know what one you're talking where about. Where it's now. Dennis Franz and, and Nick Cage on top of this building being constructed. Yeah, they were on top of a hundred foot building. Nope. <laughs> And they were both terrified of heights. And the yep. director's like, oh, but it's going to look so good. And they're like, I don't care. Oh, so you waste the green screen on <laughs> the b- crappy billboard they sit on. But they could have. E- well, the reason why they did that is because it was on the freeway and you can't close yeah, down a freeway yeah, for a movie. Um, I, I still don't understand why there are so many repercussions for Nicolas Cage. Like, so easy for Dennis Franz. He he found the woman he loved, became an, a human, married mm-hmm. her. And for Nicolas Cage, God's like, nope. <laughs> well, Cassiel says, like, because he cause Seth is like, am I being punished for the choice that I've made? And Cassiel says, no. No, it just, it is what it is. But I thought they could see, because, like, they have to have some internal clock, right, about the people that they're watching. They have to know when they're about to die. Or are they just, like, just waiting? I think because he showed himself to her. Because they're not following the same person. Right, but but he he put such a monkey wrench in her plans because if he didn't meet her, she wouldn't have gone to Tahoe with with uh, Calm Four. Yeah, and and then he wouldn't have gone after her, mm-hmm. and then she wouldn't have gone bike riding. But also, I wanted I wanted to point out something to you the the guy who plays her boyfriend. Yes, he played. A very other skilled surgeon in a movie we already talked about, Face mm-hmm. Off. So I was saying, oh that you, yes, how, that's how, right. I remember you telling me that. What if it was the same guy, and he's like, "Okay, I gotta go put John Travolta's face on Nick Cage's face, and Nick Cage's face on John." Or Travol- he, it was such a letdown after uh, Meg Ryan. Who did we just say her character name? Maggie Maggie, Maggie Rice okay. or Maggie Bryce? Okay. Um, Maybe he was so let down by Maggie turning him down that he became a surgeon for like the CIA. Yeah, and then he gets and killed by Nicholas Cage. Faces and swapping faces. Well, it's so weird that he get he nothing bad happens to him in this one, but Nicholas Cage kills him in the other one. Mm. Um, what also would have been great is if and this is going to sound very weird. They okay. didn't spend twenty minutes focusing on eating pears. Yeah, because it's the the first date that they go on. It would be like taking a date to Whole Foods. <laughs> they go grocery shopping, and then he 
She takes him back to the lab to look at blood slides, like specifically her blood. She's like, let's get some, let's get some uh, fruit. Now look at my blood. It's the weirdest date. Honestly, if I had a date that ended like that, I would, there would not be a second date. It, it was, uh, I think she's just such a hermit. <laughs> She's you just, don't go from dining to DNA. You just don't do that. <laughs> dining DNA. No, no, not Dino DNA. That's a different movie. I still don't understand how. And she should not let him in the lab. That's that's not allowed. But how didn't she figure out that he was a goddamn angel? Like, like she's like, this is a restricted area. How did you get up here? And all again, another example of her being a bad doctor because there are strict rules in a hospital. Like he could be there to steal a baby for all she knows. I think she would steal the baby more than he would. She she spends a lot he of time. He could be there to like rape the coma patient. She doesn't know. Jesus that's why, Christ! It's true though. You know that's why you don't let strangers and not wander around the hospital. It, she said it's after hours. What are you doing here? Are you a visitor? Yes. Well, visiting hours have been over since eight. Well, why do they have that? What? Hours. Doesn't it help the patient to be visited? Well, who are you visiting, Mr. Messenger? Right now? Yeah. You? I don't need a visitor. And, and the first thing he goes is, why is it after hours? Oh, um, yeah. And it's like, don't answer my question with a question. I'm going to call security. That's what you do as a doctor. Also... Did you notice that Nicolas Cage didn't blink at all when he was an angel? No, I didn't. Him, him but and now that I'm Andre, thinking about it, him and Andre Brower practiced not blinking. Oh. And then, like they told all the they told the director, and he's like, "That's a great idea." So then they, they told oh, all no. of, all the extras who were angels, and and they're I, like, "Fuck you, asshole!" It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Fuck you, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> What what a we fucking can't all gut be punch. related to fucking Francis Ford Coppola here. This is not what I signed up for. My my godfather made the godfather. Get it? <laughs> Get it? I I still can't believe how how uh he's so damn charming in this. He is charming though, but maybe it's like the hypnotic stare. And maybe it's also the fact that he has, I mean, I said this to you during the movie, maybe she lets her guard down so much around him because of his like angelic presence. He, she's just naturally uncharacteristically comfortable with him because there is no way any normal woman would treat this behavior well, she said any other way. She says when he looks at her, it's like he's looking right through her. Yeah. Because he literally is, because he can see time and space. You mean like the way a shark looks at 
a fish that it's about to devour. Well, he, he's just so peaceful. Like his face. Yeah, when, he when is. He's, he's very peaceful. When he's talking to little dead girl and she's like, little dead girl. And she's like, can mommy come too? And the way he says no, no he's just like, no, like, like he's not angry. He's not upset. He's just very nice about it. And every word out of his mouth is just, oh, you're such a sweetie poo. Until he becomes, until he, he becomes human. And then he becomes full on Nicholas Cage. R- literally the first words out of his mouth are like, blood, it's blood. <laughs> and who is the first person that he sees when he comes to life? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, one of his first roles in a movie. He plays one of the construction workers catcalling Nicolas Cage. I was so excited for that moment. I was like, hey! <laughs> it's I s- Nick goddamn Offerman! So yeah, uh, getting back to the soundtrack, you have Sarah McLaughlin, U2, Alanis Morissette. Wait, wait, I'm not done talking about how she's a bad doctor. Uh, we we could be here a while. She okay. First, she leaves him alone in the hospital after visiting hours. Second, she they go on a date. She takes him to the lab where all of the blood samples and like you know all of the things that he could possibly contaminate count countless cancer screenings are taking place in this room, and she just lets him in, and then. The alarm sounds and she's like, I got to go. You stay here. Please don't fiddle with any of this very delicate, very expensive equipment. <laughs> what is this blood sample for possible Zodiac killer? Dum da dum da dum. Oh, no. <laughs> can, I, can I point out something you said that was cute, but it also. Okay. You said, why is this movie called City of Angels? And I said, because it takes place in the City of Angels. And you said, where's that? <laughs> You've seen the news. <laughs> Los Angeles. I was tired. I spent all day spray painting. I've huffed a lot of spray paint in the past couple of days. I still... Oh, I'm sleepy now. Um, I, I... And then... And then she cuts him. They're on their second date. Oh, she doesn't like, cut him. She she cuts, slices him. She cuts his thumb off. What do you do when you're a doctor? What's the first thing after you? Well, I assume it's part of graduating. You have to take the Hippocratic Oath, right? Exactly. And the first rule of the Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Oh, I thought it was- she's doing a lot of fucking harm. She I, literally takes his hand and is like, hmm, there's something off about you. Slice. Well, not just that. It was after he spent the day at at uh, Dennis Franz's, uh, I guess, heart party. It, like, yeah, he's he's recovered from heart surgery. So and they're his celebrating. granddaughter is like uncomfortable. over Nicolas yeah, Cage. uncomfortably touching Nicolas Cage. She's like playing with his face and it's like okay i'll be right there i'll be your buddy and she goes he's just like grandpa which here's the thing if you're a human woman and someone is being evasive about what their friend does and what line of work they're in and how you know them and how you've met them and the details of their life you would assume not that they're in like 
angelic in any way. They're a serial in fact, killer. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. I, I would assume that Nicolas Cage is in the mob. Should, should I cut this together where he's a serial killer? You could. I feel like you could. But, um, because there's so many times where Meg Ryan is like, who are you? You're not what you seem. But then she stabs him. (laughs) (laughs) I still, when she figures out he's an angel, she goes, you lied to me. He's like, no, I didn't. And we're like, really didn't. (laughs) He told you so many times that he is not of this earth. And, but she does like, rightfully so. She does have a meltdown, which anyone would when confronted with the divine. But then she turns into such a dick. No, I, I don't know. I I don't. I I did not like how she was like, you either have to choose me or choose being an angel. Like he makes it clear to her. I can't feel. I, I can't feel emotions the way you do, but clearly he can't feel love though. So I don't know. Well, because angels are pure love. Okay, so he's got one. Yeah, like like the song says, in in the the arms of an angel. Yeah. He's got one. He's got one emotion. But. But. He can't feel it when she touches him. He can't feel hot or cold or pain. Or kisses. Yeah. So. Which I understand. It's like you can't really be someone or be with someone on that level. If that's the case. Yeah. yeah. But at at the same time, he he still should have never shown himself to her. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't think. What is it about her, though? Because he never really explains it. Like, there's not even like. I guess it's because she knows the I'm stuck on Band-Aid song. <laughs> yeah. He can, during, during heart surgery, she's singing. I am stuck on Band-Aid brand. <laughs> Don't you die, Mr. Messenger. Not until I get Seth's phone number. Once again, not a professional doctor. But that's her inner thought. Yeah. Okay. okay. We all have well, like, That's you one know. thing that they, they took from the original Wings of Desire that I liked, but they still didn't stick the landing. They didn't do it correctly. Like, it's almost sing-songy in the other one, where in this one, it's just like overlapping people thinking, did I leave the stove on? God, I hope my wife doesn't leave me. Like, stuff like that. Mm, I don't know. I, you know. It, but... like even if he like said just like that she's different he never like explains why he loves her or what what is the reason that he falls in love with her what is it about her where in the other one special in wings of desire he falls in love with her because she's unconventional she's a trapeze artist she has a love for odd music but but see we see that but does he say it yeah. Yeah. Cassiel asks him what's special about her. And he he literally takes Cassiel. 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 Whatever. Who cares? Cassiel. He takes Seal. <laughs> <laughs> he takes Kiss from a Rose. Uh-huh. But he literally in the other one takes her takes him into the circus so he can see her going on the trapeze and like how talented she is. Right. And uh, and Cassiel is like, 
Cassio, whatever. Who cares? I'm sorry. I just get a kick out of it. Anyway. Goes, okay, I get it. I get it. You like her. Yeah, makes sense. Angels don't normally fall in love, but okay, you do you. Um, Just like that, right? Yeah, pretty you much. You. Um, it's, maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't catch it, but I feel like he didn't say there wasn't a defining moment where he's like just even just saying like she's just different she's different from all the others like she cares too much or she i don't agree with that she cares too little in my opinion um i i there's just something about meg ryan in this movie that isn't like it i think it's because this is like a drama and we've only seen her in rom-coms i don't know i don't know like when she does dramas they don't do well mm-hmm. when a man loves a woman proof of life these are all movies that don't do well this film did okay I think she did fine in this movie as a dramatic actress it's just the character itself I just I don't know I think in, I, I, as I said before if it was Charlize I think it would have been a better performance eh, we'll, yeah <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll see okay we'll see <laughs> yeah <laughs> You never know. They're doing all these reboots. Quibi presents the City of Angels broken up into 12 parts. <laughs> the thing that nobody asked for. I still I still love how when they're they're doing the angel like sun up thing, they're like, you can't hear the music anymore. And Dennis Franz is like, yeah, but you can't feel this. And then I guess Dennis Franz has to show his butt and everything on NYPD Blue. He was always showing his butt. It's in his contract. Yeah, it's, Must it, show, it's in his Must writer. Show butt cheeks. And he's like, well, you can't feel this. One thing that I would have liked is when he goes into the ocean and Nick Cage follows, mm-hmm. I would have loved for him to be Nick Cage to be like walking on the waves. And not getting wet. He like jumps into the water because <laughs> they're not supposed to get wet. They're not supposed to like yeah, feel water. Yeah, it is a little inconsistent unless like, I mean, he's wearing clothes and they get wet, but you know. But then at the end of the movie, when he goes into the ocean to feel the ocean for the first time, he's wearing clothes. <laughs> he should have stripped down like 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 Dennis Franz did. he already stripped down in the shower at the cabin oh yeah that was their gratuitous naked scene (laughs) yeah you see it's side pubis side pubis (laughs) he's got that weird like like the chris hemsworth v yeah like he got in shape for this movie which is very weird because this is a romance movie no that's when you do get in shape or he might have already still been in shape because of Con Air. But I love how when he realizes she's dead, he's just sitting down at breakfast, looking around like a child waiting for his mother. Yeah. And then like, the I do like though, how she when she dies, she's like, I fucked up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you did. You really fucked up. Here's an idea. You could have waited to get him a pair um until like you know he got out of the shower i don't shower. think that was the problem i don't think that was the problem i think the problem started with not wearing a helmet and ended with not wearing a helmet also closing your eyes on a bike yep. she's in the middle of the road yep 
And she's like, I couldn't possibly get hit by a truck carrying lumber. No, when would that happen? I I thought that it was going to do the thing where he doesn't want to see pears anymore, but then show him in the grocery store and he's like getting all the pears. All of the pears. And I said, this would have been like the perfect moment for like a John Mulaney character to come and be like, excuse me, some of us want pears too. (laughs) (laughs) City of Angels. Yeah, so this was a movie that was made for like the soundtrack this year was very popular of doing that do you like iris as a song oh i love i love the song iris by the goo goo dolls yeah i don't mind it oh i love it but this also had uninvited by alanis morissette yep and you too peter gabriel Mm. but do you think iris deserved to be nominated for an oscar for best song in a movie (laughs) Well, I don't know what else. I don't know what it was up against. So it did not get nominated. It didn't get nominated. No. Oh, yeah. No. Why? I don't want to miss a thing. Got nominated. Seriously. Yep. But this is such like, I don't know. I the. This is more of a ballad, I guess. Yeah. It's it's more powerful of a ballad. When you believe from Prince of Egypt won this year. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. But I was so shocked that that Iris. But still, just to not have it even be in the mix—that's weird. Or Alanis Morissette's uninvited. That wasn't in there either. Nope. I don't want to miss a thing because they had Steven Tyler play at the Oscars. Yeah. Never do I still miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. And I don't want the world to see me. You could yeah, those see, it, like, they're very similar in that way. <laughs> yeah, so have you ever seen the music video for this? Apologies to anyone listening to this. <laughs> have you ever seen the songs. music video for Iris? Uh, a long time ago. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. It's Johnny Resnick. In a building that has nothing but telescopes looking at a girl that he's in love with. That's creepy. That's creepy. (laughs) Who knows? I might do that music video for the season finale. We'll see. Maybe. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, so the soundtrack is actually surprisingly good. Eh. But this was a time, like, this movie was made so that it could have a soundtrack with yeah. it. Again, when you have... U2, Peter Gabriel, the Goo Goo I Dolls. don't like U2. No one likes U2. They, no. ever since they betrayed me by putting yeah. something on my iPod that I did not ask for. I think R.E.M. is also on this album, like... Yeah. Probably uh, Lucius Jackson. Okay. <laughs> the Dandy Warhols. Yes. <laughs> like this it's is a just... very this is a very 90s album. Yeah, definitely. But the craziest thing is the version of Iris they play in the movie is mm-hmm. not the the version of Iris. They they put the demo, the acoustic yeah. demo in this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm listening to it and I was like, oh, that's weird. And also, why is Nicolas Cage in the rain? And he gets beat. He gets beat up by guys. Yep. <laughs> when he's hitching. 
And they're like, welcome to Earth. Give me your wallet. I also love his exchange with the truck driver. <laughs> I'm going to Reno. I'm going to Tahoe. Okay, I'm going to Reno. I'm going to Tahoe. Get him. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, Cassie all helps him out there. Right. Yeah. So this is a short one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many bagels do you give this? Um, I'm going to give it eight bagels. Really? I, well, I did enjoy it. And there's like, you know, Nicolas Cage is very good as Seth. Like he, like you said, he's very attractive. He's very peaceful. I'm giving it major points just for the fact that he doesn't. He's not screaming through most of the movie. He's not doing his kick-ass switch to kryptonite yell. Yeah, and at least until like towards the end. Yeah, but that's like the last um, twenty minutes. I do like. I think some of the shots in this movie are quite pretty. Um, I do enjoy Castiel, and. I don't think Meg Ryan's that bad. I just, but the character of Maggie, I think is very weak. <laughs> and, you know, she has her moments, but ultimately she's a bad doctor. She's a very and bad doctor. I think, I don't know. I just some like, especially when she cuts him, that's just so out of character. Like that, that's bad writing. I feel like there's, some other way she could have discovered what he was and um yeah so I, I but I did like I said I did enjoy it this is a movie that I would maybe watch again I know that I'm gonna come downstairs and you're gonna be watching it <laughs> no not anytime soon but I would like if uh, like it's one of those movies like if I haven't watched anything in a while and I'm tired and I've got you know time to kill I would watch it again I'm also giving it eight. Um, okay. Nicholas Cage. Oh, alone. you sounded so surprised when I gave it eight, but here you are. I thought you liked it less than I did. No, I liked it. I, I'm giving it eight. Nicholas Cage. My biggest problem with the movie that we didn't even talk about is I wish that they didn't make Dennis Franz's character like an everyman. I would have liked for them to do what they did in Wings of Desire, and it's like an actor, like like Alan Alda. <laughs> like, Right, but then, like, it, you needed her, him to, like, intersect with Maggie's character, and it just makes the most sense for him to be a patient of hers. This is true. But once again, I wanted Maggie to be a trapeze artist. I would have liked, yeah, I would have liked for her to be something other than a doctor. Like, in, in the 90s, shorthand for the the working girl was she's a doctor. And that's what they did. And I did not like that. What? Like in in the nineties, a lot of the the lead women, their characters were like pediatricians or like veterinarians. Like the shorthand was like, she's smart, so she's some sort of doctor. Okay. So in this one, she is a heart surgeon who is bad at being a heart surgeon. <laughs> and she even says, I wish I was a pediatrician. Yeah. And I love how I was trying to figure out who her gal pal best friend was. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's the mom from Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Mm. It took me a very long time to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, eight eight bagels are left. It's it's a good 90s movie. Yeah. It was the summer of soundtracks and, you know. 
and not much else. Not much else. <laughs> like it's sad that everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I remember City of Angels, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls." <laughs> like, yeah, but you remember anything else about the movie? Nick Cage is in it, right? Isn't like Meg Ryan an angel or something? No, he is the angel. Oh, I don't care. Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> So, yeah, we've come to the end of this episode. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram. YouTube, I guess. <laughs> YouTube now. Um, and if you like listening to my dulcet tones, I have another podcast called Hell is a Musical. Our newest episode should be out at this point. It's Grease. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did Grease. Um, so, yeah, until next time, Haley, Wait, sweetie. wait, what about my podcast? You don't have one. Yep, you're correct. I just wanted to establish that. I have no podcast. <laughs> hey, Lee, sweetie, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. Bye.